even though you did wait till you were 27, wait till you were 30 to have kids. I heard you say that you were still people pleasing and you were trying to get this goal. So do you feel like that's why that relationship um, didn't work? Because even though there are some ways you were doing the right thing, there were other ways where you didn't understand like, okay, I need to be paying attention to this emotional abuse or even knowing that emotional abuse is a thing. Yeah, definitely. I, I believe, and I truly, truly know that. Um, and I hate using this word because people say it all the time, but I settled. Mm-hmm. And my my reasoning for my settling was the my at least he isn't <laughs> at least he isn't the at least he isn't syndrome right mm-hmm. um, it's like well you know what I want to have a, I want to have a, a family I want to you know get get a house I want to do these things and so it's like okay on paper we both have good credit you know we look good we look great on paper <laughs> yeah. but as a couple I mean not so much. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't realize that until I was in it because I didn't really have um, a sounding board or people to talk to. I had some girlfriends um, of whom were ministers and um, everyone, of course, we all grew up in church. We have like our, our pastor's kid group. And so I can talk to them, but I couldn't really talk to them because it's like, you know, hey, you know, we're having issues. Oh, you know, the Lord will work it out. Oh, uh, he will. But you know what? I need more than that. You know, it's like, I'm going to pray for you. Okay, but you got some advice? I mean. Now I'm out here looking like revenge. Feeling like a 10. The best I ever been. Don't pick up the phone. You know he's only calling because he's drunk and alone too. Yep. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika. And I, I'm an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me 
$10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough, and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. I am always excited about um, having a former client of mine be a guest on my podcast, Single You the Podcast, because through their lens, you get to hear what Single You Academy is all about. Because I know from the outside looking in, you're like, well, I don't know. Do I really need a coach? Can she help me in this lane? And this is why I am always so honored when my clients are like, yes, please let me be on your podcast. So without further ado, here we go. Keitra, welcome to Hi. the room. Hi, Happy- okay, hold on. Let me just do this. Um, okay, there we go. All right. So um, again, and I know I've said this to you over and over, like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Of course. It's super important, you know, when when you have a business, but especially being a life coach, to have your client step forward and say, I'll share my story. Pick me. I'll do it. So again, I just want to say thank you for being on my platform. And I'm I'm just, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Oh, you are so, so welcome. I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to share. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, as you know, uh, if you've been on this platform before, Single You Academy is my online 12-week inner work program, right? And um, we're going to talk about who Keitra is, where she was before she signed up to be inside of Single You Academy, the growth she got in Single You Academy. And now it's been three months, right? It's been three months. Three months. I have, you know, I'm, I'm technically, I guess, no longer your coach, which always makes me sad. But, you know, I have to let you fly and be the butterfly that you are. But it's been three months since you've been inside of Single You Academy. And of course, I want to know how that's how you're applying what you learn inside of SYA to your life right now. So let's start from the beginning. First, who are you, Keitra? What do you do? Where are you? Who are you? Just um, give a little bit of tidbit about um, who you are. Okay. I, um, for my benefit job, I am an accountant. So I work um, at a power plant and actually um, I, I am a producer and a project manager for a studio and for the Institute of Black Imagination. And so that's, that's like my fun side. Um, And I'm a mom. I have a 14 year old son. I'm divorced uh, three years this past November. Um, And yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I'm a, I'm a daughter. I have one brother and my parents are still married um, for 45, 46 years, 47 years. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And listen, I attract some dope women. I just, Um, I love it. And in that, and I know um, when we were meeting every other week inside of Single You Academy, we would talk about that a lot. Um, We have kind of the same, you know, we come from two parent household, grew up in the church Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Right. And my dad was a pastor. 
<laughs> oh yeah, now I didn't have that. <laughs> I didn't have that for sure. Um, and so uh, we had that similarity. We had that in common, right? Mm-hmm. And even with that, because I, I, I tell everybody, it's not the women who didn't have the dad or didn't get whatever. Everybody can be in this situation of being frustrated with this whole like dating thing, not feeling like a whole woman because you're single. It, it, it comes from, it, we come from lanes, every lane, everybody could be in this situation. So, and I don't want anybody to feel embarrassed for it. It happens um, because there are a lot of conversations that are not happening in households, especially mm-hmm. back then, right? And so that's why that's always my first question. So I'm going to ask you, Keitra, did anybody, even growing up in a household like that, have a conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy? Uh, that was not the conversation that was had. The conversations that were had were more about saving myself from marriage and making sure that I am the wife that a woman, that a husband wants to have. And those are the conversations that were had. But um, as far as getting down to the nitty gritty, for lack of a better phrase, of what that looks like, what a healthy relationship looks like, those are not the conversations that were had. Yeah, yeah. So you felt like you were being prepared to be this wife, mm-hmm. but nobody gave you like a blueprint on what that meant, right? Correct. Right, right. And how do you think that showed up in your life? How did that affect you um, before coming into Single You Academy? Who, who, who was that woman? Who was the teacher before Single You Academy? Before Single You, um, well, I was married for 15 years in the same relationship for 17. Um, and the guy that I married, my son's father, was on paper we looked great yeah um it's like he was a good provider because you know they always say oh make sure he's a good provider um but love and compatibility those things are not there so I always was looking for someone who would um I always call it the the um (laughs) the solution of the at least he's not you oh, know, it's like yeah, you know, he got these things, and at least he's not that. Like I exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, there's so many things we could say about that. Yeah, but, but keep going, keep going. I'm gonna write that but down. Yeah. Next to that. Um, so it's like, yeah, well, he may not, you know, show me affection, but at least he pays the bills in the house, or at least he does this, and he doesn't, you know, beat me physically. You know, I didn't know that emotional abuse and mental abuse and verbal abuse were abuses. Um, and they hurt and you may not see them physically. You may not see them on the outside, but they are deeper, um, and they cut deeper. And so, um, I, I had the tendency to continue to, um, I always call myself kind of like a chameleon. Um, I was never able to show up fully myself in a relationship because I was always trying to get him to like me. Like I was on stage all the time. And, you know, growing up in church, we kind of grow up with, with the stage mentality. It's like, you know, you fussing and fighting in the car, but don't say that when we get out of this parking lot at the church. <laughs> you better act like these people. And don't let it be white people. You better exactly. act like these white exactly. people. Exactly. White people. Like, oh, girl, listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So just kind of having that mentality of growing up, um, being a pastor's daughter. Uh, my dad has been a pastor since I was 10. I'm Mm -hmm. 45. And so, you know, all those years growing up, it was always trying to please what other people 
or being what other people thought I was supposed to be just to keep down strife and animosity and all these things. You know, there was a point growing up as a teenager, I was in church every Sunday, Wednesday night, Saturdays, you know, all day Sundays. Um, and it's like, if I wore a skirt, oh, well, her skirt is too short. So then I start wearing long skirts. Well, why is she dressing like an old lady? <laughs> so it's like, I just had this, this crazy identity crisis and then trying to go take that, that um, not knowing who I am into relationships, it was jacked up from the beginning. And so, there, I mean, until you unlearn those things, you just continue to wallow in it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, okay. My brain is like, you said so much and you see me taking notes. Um, <laughs> and that is why I say to you, which I got from my coach, Pastor Darius Daniels, that we can be full of inspiration and full of ignorance at the same dang all time. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter how much church you've had, how mm -hmm. much praying you do. If the conversations are not being had that teacher, we got to figure out who you are. Mm -hmm. So then that way, when you move into this world, your discernment muscle is high because you know who you are, what your values are. And now it won't be about pleasing this man because I need to get married because my value lies in that. Mm -hmm. Very true. Yeah, it's like, that is what I feel like. And please let me know if this is what you feel like too. And I kind of already know the answer, but that is what I feel like church taught me growing up, that my mm -hmm. value is in being a wife. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I mean, even, even to the point of, um, I didn't get married until I was 27, yeah. which is like, in their eyes, I'm an old spinster. But I was like, I don't, I'm 27 with no kids. Yeah. You know, so it's like, why can't we applaud that? You know, and so then I was married and I waited two years mm -hmm. until we had our son because I wanted to get to know my husband as who he was, yeah. not as a father and all these things. And so once I was pregnant at 30, they were just like, oh my gosh, you waited so long. It's like, no, I waited until I had a job and insurance and a house and a car and a husband before yeah. I brought another life in here, the way that it should be done. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, even with that, it's just like, oh, you know, oh my gosh, you you waited till you were this age to get married. And and then, you know, once, every, once uh, my marriage dissolved and I'm on the other side of it, it's like even family, not just church, but even family. And I know this personally, that I stayed in the relationship longer than I should have because of what I thought other people would say. And I didn't want to disappoint my parents, you know, it's like, cause they've stuck it out for 40, they've been together 47 years. So yeah. that was the example that I had. Um, but it's like, it got to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm choosing me. I need to be happy. Yeah. yeah. I don't want my, I don't want my son to grow up thinking that this is how a relationship is supposed to be. Cause it's not. Mm. And that's why I hate those memes. And when people say relationships don't last like they used to, right. Because the length, uh, the length of a relationship and or a marriage does not mean that it is successful. So being married for 25, 30, 35, 40 years, and this is, I'm not even talking about your parents. I'm sure right. they're, they're happy or whatever, because I know my parents are, and they've been together for over 40 years as well. They are mm -hmm. the cutest little thing ever, right? Mm -hmm. But so it's not about the years, right? It's about the quality of the marriage. And even though you waited, and um, there's a question in here somewhere that I'm trying to develop, 
even though you did wait till you were 27, wait till you were 30 to have kids. I heard you say that you were still people pleasing and you were trying to get this goal. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like that's why that relationship um, didn't work? Because even though there are some ways you were doing the right thing, there were other ways where you didn't understand like, okay, I need to be paying attention to this emotional abuse or even knowing that emotional abuse is a thing. Yeah, definitely. I, I believe, and I truly, truly know that. Um, and I hate using this word because people say it all the time, but I settled. Mm -hmm. And my, my reasoning for my settling was the, my, at least he isn't. <laughs> at least he isn't. The, at least he isn't syndrome, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's like, well, you know what? I want to have a, I want to have a, a family. I want to, you know, get get a house. I want to do these things. And so it's like, okay, on paper, we both have good credit. You know, we look good. We look great on paper. Yeah. <laughs> but as a couple, I mean, not so much. Uh -huh. um, and I didn't realize that until I was in it because I didn't really have um, a sounding board or people to talk to. I had some girlfriends um, of whom were ministers and. Um, everyone, of course, we all grew up in church. We have like our, our pastor's kid group. And so I can talk to them, but I couldn't really talk to them because it's like, you know, Hey, you know, we're having issues. Oh, you know, the Lord will work it out. Oh, uh, he will, but you know what? I need more than that. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm gonna pray for you. Okay. But you got some advice. I mean, <laughs> come through, come through. <laughs> There's a couple of things coming to mind when you say that. I hate when people say, girl, we just got to pray and the Lord will. Listen, now, you know, I've coached you for three months. You know, I love Jesus. Me yes. and Jesus, we like this. But there is a certain part of accountability that Jesus wants us to have, mm -hmm. which is why the Bible says faith without works is dead. Yes. So if you are not working towards getting a strategy, learning how to have a healthy relationship, how are you going to have a healthy relationship? Exactly not only with him, but with yourself, it starts first, mm -hmm. which is the first and greatest commandment. Yes. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Right. And we, do. and I lost myself. You Completely. lose yourself in the, in the vision of what everybody else said we mm -hmm. should be doing as black women. Yes. Where's the man? Cause that's where your value lies. Yes. Where's the baby's girl. Cause that's where your value lies. And it's, and like, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because even now, you know, it's like I own my own house now. My son is thriving in high school and I'm doing this. It's like, yes, I have my village. Yep. Um, but it's like it, it when you're in a situation and then or yeah. just say you're driving. We were just talking about you driving through the mountains. Yeah. And if it's foggy, right? Once the fog clears, you can see things so much better. And once I feel like once I signed those divorce papers, the, the cover started coming off my eyes. Yeah. Um, and then what, getting into single you, it's like, okay, yes, I see clearer, but I don't have any directions. Mm. And single you gave me those directions and that foundation. So it was totally worth it. Totally uh, worth it. I love that. So, and here's the thing about the village, right? Because it does take a village. It does. Mm -hmm. I always... What am I trying to say here? So I heard you say that, you know, you had people in church that you would maybe talk to and they would just say, pray about it. If they don't have the type of mindset that you are looking for, I can't ask. They're not wise counsel for me then. Mm -hmm. Good yes. people, great people. 
But if they're not trying to help me with this mindset of dealing with the shame of being single over 30 or dealing with the fact that I'm people pleasing and I only am thinking I should get married to please you, if they're not going to help me get rid of that stronghold, then they're not, they're not my tribe. But when you grow up in church, we don't know that. We just think all church people are good people and they have my best interests at heart. Enrica, honestly, when I look back on most of those relationships, they never really saw my full me anyway. Mm. Because I didn't even see my full me. So they could only operate on the part of me that I showed them. You better, you showed up (laughs) one time. You better have um, accountability, uh, Kitra. You better know what I wasn't even showing them my true self anyway. So they wouldn't know what to tell me. You better say that. That means that you are, oh, I love this. That That is the work. That is the work inside of you that you have continued to do mm-hmm. since you have been working together to be able to say, listen, baby, they didn't even know who I was. And that's why I can sit up and tell you, yes, I let a man take $10,000 for me. That was my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got nothing to do with him. That was my bad. I didn't have my discernment muscles mm-hmm. up. I wasn't accountability in who, like the choices we're making. Mm-hmm. So with that, as you're listening, listening to this episode, think about who you are asking advice from. Do they even know who you are? Truly, I did a whole episode on Single You, the podcast about your friends don't know that you are feeling so much shame about being a woman, this professional woman who's great at a lot of things, but for some reason in this lane of relationships, you can't get it right. And you are floundering and you are struggling. Your friends don't know that. So of course they're going to tell you, oh girl, just leave him or stick it out or whatever they're saying because they're saying it through their lens. Mm -hmm. They're not actually telling you through a human psychology standpoint. They're not. Mm -hmm. And it is okay to be a woman who says, I am not going to settle. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Don't let society tell you that struggle love is the only real love. And at least he's not hitting you. And at least he has a job. At least he ain't poor. If he ain't for you, he ain't for you. Period. <laughs> Period dot. And that's <laughs> biblical all across the Bible. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus left places where he knew he wasn't welcome. Mm-hmm. Well, he, where he knew he wouldn't be received, but we don't, we don't know that because we don't take the time like you and I did to actually study stuff, mm-hmm. which is why I tell everybody Single You Academy is not a dating program. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's a self-love and boundaries program. And then from that, once Keetra knows who she is, she gonna date. So let's talk about that. Let's move this forward now. So now we know where you were previous to even knowing that I existed, Single You Academy existed. So when you found out that I existed, I know you were listening to a podcast, talk about that. So, so am I, at my job, I um, listened to podcasts all day, and I came across Zuri Hall's um, "Hot Happy Mess." I think it was. Yep. Shout out to my Yep. Yes, and you were a guest on there, and so I was listening, and I was like, "She know what she's talking about." First of all, she know all my information. I need her to just call me or something. She don't have to put it all on the on the internet and stuff. My bad. I was like, "Dang, Rico, okay." Um, and so I instantly. Uh, while I'm listening to the podcast, I followed you on on IG, um, and then uh, started following your um, podcast. And then you hit me up on IG and was like, "Hey, girl, how you doing?" I was like, 
uh, hey, you know, and so we started having a conversation and you were like, um, asking me about, um, relationships and things like that. And basically things you touched on in the podcast when you were a guest on mm -hmm. Hi Happy Mess. And so, um, I just felt a real connection with you and I know that things don't happen by accident. Um, and it's, it's, it's funny cause I had been praying about it and I was like, Oh Lord, you know, I haven't been dating anyone. You know, my, my marriage is over. Um, I'm not really trying to date anyone because I have big goals right now and dating. I'm not trying to figure out other people's issues cause I need to figure out my own. <laughs> um, no. And my, for me, it's like, you know, I was to get, I was with my ex for 17 years. We were married for 15 right. and I just wanted to take my time because I felt that I needed to give myself the time to learn all the lessons that I needed to learn from those 17 years. Because when I do choose to date or, you know, whatever, I want to make sure that I'm not taking the crap from my previous relationship into that relationship. I needed to heal all the spaces that had been hurt. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so I've been praying about it because, you know, I, there isn't really, I've listened to a lot of different people and a lot, and most people are just trying to get your money. They aren't really trying to help you. Mm. Um, and so when it, when I heard you on that podcast, I reached out, or you reached out to me and we started talking and you were like, yeah, well, you know, I have single you Academy and, you know, this is information about it. And you were just so forthcoming with the information. And it just, it really touched my heart um, because you actually cared. It wasn't like I was talking to a robot or um, someone from China that's just like, you know, a bot or whatever. So it's like that personal, that personal personalization. Because um, in my head, when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, she could be my friend for real, like in real life. And then you hit me up on IG and I was like, wait, what God, what just happened? Oh, um, <laughs> I, was, I was just playing, but thank you. Right. Um, right. And so it was really, it was really cool to have that conversation with you. And then when you told me about single you and you said, yeah, and I have, I have a class starting our session starting um, and I only have so many spots left. And I was like, yeah, well, this probably is a ploy, but you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and research this and find out and, um, and I think I signed up like within two days after that, because it was just like, you know what? I told myself that, you know, I'm investing in me, you know, I do quite well financially and it's just me and my son. And so it's like, you know what, if this is for me, God will provide. And it was so funny to the day that I signed my contract with you, um, I went to work and I got a bonus for that exact amount, like down to the penny, which was Exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay, then I guess it's a yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so and that's when the journey started. And I I think for me, I was ready. Yeah. I was ready. Yep, yep. And that's what I was gonna say. If you are listening to Kitra right now, um talk about why she signed up with me. Um, what I hear you saying is that you knew that you had some healing to do. And you knew that you couldn't just let time pass. You had to use that time intentionally. Am I right? Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we do that all the time. Girl, chin up, get over it, whatever. Woo, woo, woo. And the time passes. And then once Valentine's Day rolls around, we, woo, 
horrible bad out where and, mm -hmm. and you know what I mean and we're struggling again because it's a stronghold it's a mindset mm -hmm. it, it it doesn't matter how much you think that next time around I will never let a man do this or I will never minimize myself or mm -hmm. I will never sell up settle if you don't actually get to the root cause of you settling of you being a people pleaser it's never going to change. It doesn't matter how much time passed. Rika, do you know what, what hooked me when we were talking via IG? Mm. You asked me the question, um, how many times have you made a promise to yourself and broke that promise? And you said, do you want to learn how to, how to trust yourself and keep promises to yourself? And I was just like, I want to learn. I want to learn. <laughs> Yes, yes, because it's it is it is hard. It is a struggle. Having a mm -hmm. companionship, healthy companionship is beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. But I just want it to be right for every woman. And my right and your right and her right is gonna be a little bit different. What you don't want to settle for, maybe I don't feel like that's settling. If you don't, but what's one of the things that I told you? I'm not here to make you me. I'm just here to help you become the woman you say you want to be. I'm yes. here to hold you accountable to the woman you say you want to be. Yes. It's not about, listen, I never even told y'all to be abstinent like I am. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's yeah. not about that. You will figure that out on the journey inside of discovering yourself, which is what we do inside of Single You Academy. So I love that you said that. Sort of, so again, if you're listening to Keecher right now and you've been on the fence of signing up for Single You Academy, Here's what you need to know. You need to be ready. If you are the woman who is sick of breaking promises to herself over and over, okay? If you're that woman, you're sick of that, you want to get over that hump, then I'm probably the coach for you. So go ahead and send me a DM. Um, just send me the word boundaries and I'll know what you're talking about. So, okay. So once we have that conversation, which by the way, I try to reach out to every woman who follows me um, because I know, especially in this space, People know what coaches are for like, if you want a fitness coach or you're playing football, right? I get it. A, a life coach is like, what is that? I don't understand. Like, it's weird, right? It's not a thing that we grew up knowing about. So this is a new territory that we're in, in the social media world and stuff. But so I understand that. So I always like to reach out and ask, just say, hey, how'd you find me? Why did you follow me? Just to see if it was because you heard me say something that resonated with you. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to suffer in silence. I want you to know that I'm real. I'm not a bot. I don't live in China. If you need help <laughs> and you are ready, I got you. I got you, right? Um, okay, so now we get into single you and we start. Let's talk about the first two weeks. What were you already... <laughs> Y'all <were> <laughs> don't understand. Me, Keetra, and Nikita. Shout out to the kid. We got inside jokes because, woo, the power. Yeah. So... In the first week or whatever, what moment were you like, oh my God, I needed this. I'm so, I was so right for signing up for this. What moment? I had to jump in here real quick to introduce you to Single You Merch. Yeah, that's right. Single You, the podcast. We have merch now. Yeah, because affirmations, they can be on something better than a post-it note on your mirror. Yeah, how about affirmations on your couch in the form of a throw pillow or on your bed in the form of a throw pillow for encouragement? Singleyou.shop. 
for you to buy the single you merch, okay? You deserve it for picking you and breaking up with him. Christmas, New Year, Valentine's Day. Oh, totally your birthday. <gasps> your best friend or your best friend's birthday. <laughs> Simply because you want to encourage yourself, you want to encourage your best friend on any day that ends with Y. You can shop Single You merch right now at singleyou.shop. The link will be in the show notes. The throw pillows, what do they say on them? One says, happiness over history. Another, happily single. And another one says, sis, don't do all that healing just to date another broken man. Hashtag stay sharp. Yeah, that's on the pillow. And lastly, singleness is not a punishment. The throw pillows are available right now, just in time for Christmas. More to come, but do your shopping right now at singleyou.shop. Well, when you first um, sent the books and I saw what the books were, I was like, man, <laughs> what is this? Um, and I think, I believe the first book was The Four Agreements, <laughs> which is a book I've read probably four or five times over. Yep. I even have The Four Agreements in my on my desk at work. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, reading it this time um, and just being impeccable with your word and, you know, just hearing those words out loud and seeing them and reading them and highlighting them and writing them um, just made a major impact. And I think um, that first, the first couple weeks when we talked and then hearing um, Nikita's story and just knowing that it's not just me, it's not just me out here flailing, you know, Um, and just being uh, in a space where there was safe, there was a safe space, to talk and be my full self crying and all because there have been many sessions where we were crying (laughs) on the computer um tears of joy and just like tears of um realizing that we're survivors of the relationships that we were in yeah we're still here in spite of it in spite and still whole and valued and jesus Mm -hmm. loves me Yes. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get to heaven. And if I never get married, Jesus ain't going to be like, oh, you never got married? Well, you're going to hell. Like, yeah. I wasn't, no. Mm-hmm. So I want to touch on this because um, we've talked about this before too, right? Reading and reading a book like The Four Agreements. There is a difference in reading it when you're not ready mm-hmm. and a difference when you are ready, right? Do you, did yes. you feel that? And what do you think that difference was? Oh, it definitely hit different for sure. Um, for me, it's because I was ready to receive it. It's kind of like reading the Bible. You know, you can read a scripture your whole life. And until you go through some things and then you read that scripture again, it's like, the Lord is my shepherd. Right. You know, it's like, wait, what he is? Because he's been with me this whole time. Um, so it's like when you have truly come to grips with things in your life and you reread something and you're 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 ready for it mentally and emotionally ready for it it just hits different and it makes you um stand at attention in the sense that okay you know what I know better now I'm gonna do better yeah yeah and as you said earlier having the directions and the roadmap right Mm -hmm. I know for me when I got my coach um and now ever since 2018 I will never not have a coach (laughs) like I have a a different either a different coach or the same and we work on different things 
depending on the lane um, every year. Like that's my promise to myself. Like I'm never gonna do this life by myself. I'm not doing that again. I always want directions and a roadmap. But I know for me, once again, once you're ready and then you have somebody who's giving you the directions and the roadmap as you're reading, it hits different. Mm -hmm. That's why we were talking about the village earlier. You can't just ask anybody for advice. You can't because again, if they're not, if they don't know where you are, which is, I knew where you were because I was you. I was you, right? right. So if you don't know where I am. You don't fully see me. You can't really help me. Like, I, you know what I mean? And we, we don't know that. We don't know that. But as the world of life coaching opens up more, um, I think a lot of us will definitely learn that more. This is what the 1% does. Oprah has a coach. Michael Jordan needed a coach. LeBron mm -hmm. has, like, all of these people have coaches and they have a coach for whatever specific lane they are working on. So, um, okay. Uh, shout out to Lauren. She said, uh, before it can just be words on a piece of paper, but when you're ready, it means something to you. Exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. shout out to you, Lauren. Again, I hope to, I hope to be working with you soon. So, okay. So that's what's happening. Um, you know, in the first week or so, so I'm going to read a, um, a comment that you made that you sent to me in an email and I want you to explain it. Cause I want to see how you showing up as your full self is showing up in your life tangibly, okay? So, uh, Keetra, this is what you wrote to me. I'm like, I swear I'd be printing y'all's words out and I put it for affirmations for me. Because sometimes, like, you know, as I have a business and being a coach, you're like, am I doing the right thing? Am I, is it helping? And then, so when you guys send me these messages, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, I needed this. So you said, uh, Rika, you have changed my life. And in turn, my transformation is permeating into the life of my son. He is facing his fears, stepping up and becoming the leader God has planted inside of him. So first I want to talk about that because you do have your son. You try to have me crying all on the, on the internet, girl. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> look, yeah, it's not like we ain't cried in front of each other before. Right. Because ugh, it's not like I, I'm, I'm not on this platform and I'm not in Single You Academy saying, I'm going to help you with your kids, right? right. I'm not saying that. I'm like, I'm going to help you with you. But I do know the tentacles of you helping yourself is going to come out in your other relationships. So yeah. talk about your son and how you see the change in him because of the change in you. Okay. And um, just, I love you so much. And it's so doggone beautiful. Talk, talk about breaking generational curses. Yeah. Like, I just, whew. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. So my son... Um, He's 14 now, and he was 14 when I started Single You, but he um, had been doing homeschool because of COVID, obviously, and so he started high school this year um, at a new school, you know, he's in a private school now, and so I was very nervous about it, but I think him watching me every two weeks, crying and snotting and talking and <laughs> working through stuff and reading and um my my level and the way that I operate with him has changed. Um, our conversations are different. You know, we talk about uh, relationships and, you know, we talk about um, the conversations that I didn't have growing up about relationships and what's a healthy relationship and, you know, how do you talk to people and how do you show up as yourself? You know, um, for me, Single You gave me that encouragement and that permission to be me in all the spaces, my beautiful black self, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm the only person of color where I work and 
my light is still going to shine, you know? And so um, I think him seeing me operate in that space, in all my spaces, it's like I'm the same everywhere. You know, he used to see mom at church and then he would see mom with, with grandma and grandpa and he would see mom with family and then he would see mom with just him. Now he sees the same person in all the spaces. And so for him, starting at this new school, he was nervous. And I was like, Dante, if you go and talk to someone, if they talk to you, fine. If not, that's fine, too. You're still awesome. You're still a dope kid. So it doesn't matter what people think about you. Be who you are, period. You don't have to change or try to dress fly or whatever just to get friends. Just be who you are. And if they like you, fine. If they don't, that's fine, too, bro. You're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean that's why you said like that single you instilled in you permission and confidence to choose yourself every time because yeah. I, I just wrote this down you saying in front of your son what you did is you were different in church you were mm -hmm. different at home you were that's what your parents were for you right mm -hmm. and that's yeah. being a human and if we don't ever actually self-actualize that's what we do we just pretend we perform confidence in situations and we put on the clothing that we're supposed to wear in those situations and become this person until I get out of here. That shit is exhausting. Girl, <laughs> Oh my God. Liz, are you my client? What's happening? Girl, exactly. It is exhausting. It is exhausting to not have a blueprint of who you are that you could literally copy paste in every situation. Mm -hmm. And it starts with being able to show up as yourself in every situation. It starts with getting to know who Keetra is. Yeah. Getting to know who Rika is. I just tweeted this the other day. What up CT? Um, I'm gonna tell you what I tweeted. Cause I was like, this, I literally, this is my prayer to, to women all the time. Like, because I know that after 2017, I got out of that relationship I heard God say, heard it was a knowing. And I knew it was from God because I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but he said, I will use your story. And for three months, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not telling nobody what happened to me. Because mm -mm. I was embarrassed, right? Because mm -hmm. I was this powerful woman. I'm this radio personality. I got my house. I went to Howard University. Woo, woo, woo. But in this lane of relationships, I just can't get right. I felt so dumb and stupid. And so I had to perform confidence. I had to act like I was something I wasn't. So here, let me see if I can find this tweet before I forget. Uh, here we go. When I didn't know myself, I allowed so many things to go unchecked, mm -hmm. not only with men, but within myself as well. Yeah. So I pray that in 2022, you listening to Keetra's story, I pray in 2022, you invest in your happiness, sis, outside of a man. Yes. Because yeah. having the man, if you've listened to my episode with my cousin Linnea, uh, we had three parts, but there was a part in that, I think it was part two, where she said marriage and kids didn't make her happy. She got married, had kids, and was like, that's oh, it. Oh, oh crap, what, what, what? Because that's yeah. not the thing that's going to fill it. It's beautiful when it's done right. It is gorgeous. And mm -hmm. I want that. But I also know that you have to come with a certain amount of audacity mm -hmm. to get mm -hmm. the kind of relationship that you want. Oh, mm -hmm. that is so beautiful. Oh my goodness. 
What's coming? And no, no compromising. What'd you say? I said no compromising. Period. And society will make you feel like you are too picky. How dare you? You don't deserve. So we will just settle for like, well, at least I got a man. Mm. Like you said, at least he got a job. At least he ain't beating me. And it's so easy for us because, so, so yeah, let me ask you this. It's the next question. Were you a woman who knew things like know yourself, know your worth. I should respect myself. People shouldn't treat me this way, but you still allowed it. I would say that stuff to myself every day. But it's just like reading. If I wasn't ready to hear it, it was just some words. Yeah. And I can encourage I can encourage you to like start your own business, all that kind of stuff. But it's like for me, um, I lost so much of who I was that I didn't start learning me until I was divorced. I was so wrapped up in being someone's husband or someone's wife and someone's mom. I lost who Keitra was. Yeah. And so um, once I started learning who I am and loving who I am, it's like I, I wanted to not have to be dependent on a man because I, I was professional before I was married. And then once I had my son, I started working part time and I wasn't working because I was working in the home. So it's like I had like a whole identity shift. Mm-hmm. And was dependent upon him. So it's like, he's he's making the money, you know, all, he's doing this. Well, let me make sure I do this and let me make sure I do that. And so for me, single you was like, okay, you know what? How do I get back to what's good with me? Yeah, yeah. Outside of all that. Right, right, right. And so I've said this before, and I'm going to see where your mind goes when I ask this question. All of these relationship gurus here on social media they're gonna tell you, okay, you wear the pink shirt to get this man. You do this, this, this to get this man. Know yourself, know your worth, woo, 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 and spew all of this encouragement, whether it's right or wrong, I'm not here to say that. But they never teach you the woman that you need to become to get the re- life, the, to get the life and relationship you want. So I feel like Single You Academy teaches you how to become that woman and wear that uh, audacity with pride. Do you feel like that that is what Single You Academy taught you? And then also, how does that show up in your life now? As so, this- for me, oh, so for me, Single You taught me the audacity to just be me in all the spaces. And honestly, I'm not even trying to date. Like, I, I date myself. Um, and it's it's more about me trying me being the whole person that I need to be for me and my son it's like if I'm trying to do anything for a man I'm trying to do something for my son that's the man that I'm that I'm working with right now (laughs) um and so I'm not compromising you know it's like before I'm like oh well well maybe this or maybe that but now it's it's about I see I can see some of the things I know some of the things that God has promised me yeah. And I know that what it takes to get there. And so that's my focus. My focus isn't about let me be this great woman so I can get a man. It's not even about that. It's like, let me be a great woman because hell, I'm a great woman. Right. <laughs> right. 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 And it'll come. You yeah. know. Um, and if it doesn't, that's fine too. That's fine too. And being in that space of like, so, and, and not having that. Well, let me ask you. So, 
do you no longer have shame around being single in your 40s? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, we had a family event for uh, Christmas and they're like, oh, so where's your man? I was like, mm, I have a mortgage. Uh, you know, it's like, I'm I'm good. You know, I have no debt. So let's let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a, it's not an embarrassment. And I have all these little witty retorts now because before I was just like, well, you know, it's you know, and then I would just kind of slink away and, and not even really communicate with people because I didn't want to talk about not having a man or what happened in my marriage. It's just like, can we talk about how I'm happy and healthy? Can we talk about that? Yeah. There's other parts of me that I am, um, what's the word, excelling in mm -hmm. that we can talk about that have nothing to do with me having a man. Yeah, exactly. Nothing to do. Can we celebrate that? Where's my party for buying a house? Exactly. Where's my celebration for getting out of debt? Where's mm -hmm. my celebration for surviving the day? Yeah. Right? Like we just we get out of high school and then they expect us to just check off the boxes. Okay. So like maybe college is on the list. Sure. Check. Okay. Now where that husband check where the kid it's like, we just go through life. As you said earlier, how church was grooming you to be a wife. Get, check that off Keetra, because yeah. that's the thing. Instead of grooming you to be a self actualized whole woman yeah. outside of having anything else, because Yes, I do believe, you know, obviously God does want us to be in, he does want us to be in community, but when it's right, and that also doesn't mean that it has to be a husband. That is not a promise. God did not promise. Somebody find me the scripture. In fact, and you know, I say this all the time, first Corinthians chapter seven, verse eight, when Paul talks about it's better to be single. Now there's a reason why, and he's not saying don't get married, but there's a reason. Mm -hmm. And we should lean into that. And I love, oh my goodness. Okay. So now I know that I had, hold on. Let me make sure I got all my questions in because we are about to end this. Um, okay. So, okay. For the woman who was you, when you were listening to me on Zuri Hall's podcast, and then you, we started talking on Instagram and then, mm -hmm. you know, you're listening to my podcast. What, do you want to say to her that will get her, I don't want to say get her to sign up for Single You Academy because I do want her to be ready, but speak to that woman. Why would Single You Academy be great for her? Sis, if you are ready to stop running around in circles and if you are ready to learn who you are and love who you are, where you are, it's time for you to sign up. If you're, if you're ready to invest in you it has nothing to do with anybody else it's about you it's work but it's well worth it it's well well worth it if you're ready to love yourself for who you fully are and step into your greatness that you know is inside of you sign up for single you i love how you said it's work because i am not going to be, single you academy is not me i'm not just here to inspire you I'm not, I'm not just here to t just to repeat to you over and over. Maya Angelou said, when people show you who are, believe them, girl. No, no, no. No, no. it's work. It <laughs> Gel down your edges, girls. Gel them down. Because if not, they will be snatched. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you better use that pattern uh, stronghold gel. That's right. Spray it, whatever you need to do. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a fluff program um, that I, I think a lot of us watch on social media. Like I said, um, like my coach says, Pastor Darius Daniels, you could be full of inspiration and full of ignorance at the same time. And if you don't have a blueprint to your life, I'm here to pull it out of you, <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> Lauren, listen, you better get that gel. Get the gel. Okay, so now it's been three months. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll end on this conversation. Okay, I haven't. We haven't worked together in three months, and I know we were all sad. It's always sad when the twelve weeks is over. But I know that as a coach, especially what I learned in my coaching certificate certification program, that I can't be your coach forever. You have to fly, and 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 you have to see that you can continue to do this on your own. You have to see that. So there does come a point where it all ends, okay? Well, you still need to get a single U level two. I know. I know. know. Everybody's like, well, what's next? And one day, one day. But it's like building the foundation first for sure. And I I want to hear from God, like, is there another step or whatever? But so there does come a point where the 12 weeks end. And that ended uh, with us before, well before Thanksgiving. I even think before Halloween. Because it's been three months, right? Since it's been three months, yeah. Okay, perfect. How have you been applying Single U Academy tools, what you learned about yourself, to your real life now? And are you more peaceful than you were before you met me? Definitely more peaceful. It, it, I, I live my life very differently. Um, one of the things I learned from the Trust Book by Ayanga Van Zandt um in trusting myself and keeping the promises that I made to myself one of the promises I made was to go back to school and get my degree um and I start school on this 18th of this month um I promised myself to take myself on a trip every year and I planned to go on a cruise but I had to cancel it because of COVID out here touching people um but it's like, just keep making those promises and keeping those promises. And so I've been going through my list of promises that I've been promising myself <clears throat> probably since I was a teenager yeah. um, and just knocking them off. And it's like with every accomplishment, it gives me more fuel to get to the next one, to finish the next one. Um, you know, I, it, I enjoy my life. I enjoy my life. Even the parts that... Um, aren't necessarily as fun like my regular job mm-hmm. I know that it's it's for a purpose and so I go in there with a purpose mindset do my eight hours and I leave um mm-hmm. and so it single you helped me with all the relationships in my life mm-hmm. um dealing with my parents um establishing boundaries with friends um because yeah, we talk about boundaries in relationships and pertains to, as it pertains to men and romantic relationships, but knowing yourself and your boundaries with other relationships are just as important. Um, and so knowing who I am and what I can, what I will tolerate and what I won't, it's like, you can either deal with me or not. Yeah. I don't care if you're my mom or, or my cousin or my pastor for that matter. It's like, these are things that I will, that I will deal with. And these are things that I will not. And I've learned a very, I have a very strong no spirit right now. <laughs> Cause I was, I, before I used to be like, you know, always trying to people please and then have so much stuff on my plate that I couldn't give my full self to whatever I was doing. Yeah. Where now 
uh, I have a very strong no. And it's like, you know what? Thank you for thinking of me. But, you know, I can't do that at this time. You know, maybe in a couple months or something, but I have a lot on my plate. And I don't feel guilty about it. You better wear <laughs> that audacity on your sleeve. Mm, mm, mm. That's why hey. I say, yeah, yeah, that's why I say it, the four pillars inside of Single You Academy is know yourself deeper than your favorite color is blue. Mm-hmm. Know what you want and how to get it. Because we know what we want. Oh, I want yeah. a man. Do, 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 do. But we don't know how to get it. Okay. And number three is having the audacity to believe that you can get it and the patience yeah. to wait for it. Yep. And, and we don't have that audacity. We just settle because my value is in having a man. And if I don't have a man, I should feel shameful because I don't have a man. Like it's like our life ever when we become born really, but definitely once we get kindergarten and first grade, and so it's our whole life is around boys when we're little girls. Yeah. It's all about boys, 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 boys. And it, they do not have us focus on self-actualization. Michelle Obama wrote a whole book called Becoming. We need mm-hmm. to become something before we decide, okay, well now I need to be in a relationship. Rita, I have so much time, so much time to get things done. Because I'm not sitting here worried about, oh, did he text me right back? Oh, well, let me let me make sure I send him a text good morning. Or, you know, it's like, I have so much time. I'm in school. I work two and a half jobs almost. Yeah. Not to mention being a full-time mom. And, you know, so and my son plays basketball now. So it's like, I don't, I don't even have time for craziness. It's like, my mm-hmm. time is valuable. So I'm not going to be trying to split up behind you to, to, see, to make you notice me. Yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> He will just notice me one day. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're, I, I want you to hear Keetra and I when we're talking. And Keetra, because I know Keetra knows because we've gone through this inside of Single You Academy. I know that you may not know this because you and I have never worked together. But I'm not saying don't date. I don't want you to be bitter. Not all men are bad. I desire a husband. I'm out here and eat. listen, my, <laughs> my prayer from 2017 to 2020 was God hide me from every man. Because I didn't even want a man to hit on me. I was so sick of men. And he did. And my phone been dry forever. But once I started praying in December, because December marked my three years of being abstinent, I was like, all right, God, it's time. Let's, let's open it up. Let me dip my toe or whatever. But I see me so differently now. I see it mm-hmm. so differently. And yes, I'm a sweetheart. And yes, I'm tapping into the feminine side and, and whatever. And so I'm not saying cut off all men and men are trash and men da 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 I just want you, number one, to hold yourself accountable for the choices that you made. What do your behaviors and men show you about you? Okay. And then number two, it's about learning who you are. Once you're like, whoa, these behaviors that I've had with men do not show me in a good light. Then we get to break that down inside a single you Academy and figure out why. Figure out why. So um, for those, uh, Claudia and Lauren are cheering you on. and Claudia and Lauren, go ahead and message me if you haven't already so we can have, we can continue our conversations about you joining um, Single You Academy. We will be starting in the next week and a half. So I would love to start that conversation with you because I want you to be just like Keetra. And having this mindset is, I'm good. I'm, I want you to have peace, okay? So is there anything we missed? Anything you want to say about Single You Academy, why she should join, what you learned from it, anything else before we got get off? Single You will teach you how to love yourself. And for me, that was hard because I was so busy doling out my love to everyone else. 
um, I remember reading, it wasn't a single you, but I remember reading a book and they were talking about how, how you're like a bank account. It's like, if you don't ever pour anything into you and you're steady pouring out, you're going to be operating in a deficit. And that's where I was. And now because I pour into myself through single you and just the things that I've learned and the relationship that I've now have with Nikita and the books that we read, I'm steady on that journey, but I continue to pour into myself first because it's like on an airplane. If you don't put your mask on first, how are you going to help someone else? So we have to take care of us. We have to. Yeah. And if you need those directions, like Keisha was talking about earlier, the roadmap. I'm, that's what I'm here for. And I know it, it, I'm not remiss that it is an investment. I don't sneeze at that. It is an investment. It's a four figure investment, but you have to decide, okay, if I have to cut off Starbucks for a minute, cool. If I have to stop going to Target for a minute, cool. It's not about, can I pay my rent or, or buy me some food? If you are in that lane, do that. I would never ask you to sign up for Single U Academy if you don't know where your rent and your mortgage is going to be paid from next month. Absolutely not. But if you know that, you know what, you could. I'm good. I could probably invest in myself right now, and I should because I'm ready. Then Single You Academy is definitely for you. And let's go. Let's go. It's 2022. I want you by the time Valentine's Day rolls around, you're like, I ain't got no date. Oh, well. Or if you do, you're not going to, into this date thinking the fantasy of he could be the one. You're not going into this date going, I need to perform for him and put on my best self. You're just like, I am who I am. Of course, I'm going to be nice and we're going to have a good time. That's how I want you to see dates. Okay. All right. With that, Keitra, I thank you so much. Um, yes, the, the, the um, clients that I had in 2021, you guys will be getting an email pretty soon because I want us to get together on Zoom, um, probably around Valentine's Day, maybe before, whatever, just to catch up. I want to see where you guys are because as I told you, you got me for life now. We're going to be 75 and you might still be sliding to my DM on Instagram. Or, and you know what, Lauren did suggest, she was like, maybe you should start doing retreats after we graduate from Single U Academy. And I'm like, girl, that's trust mm -hmm. me. That is on the vision board. Trust me. Probably more of a 2023 thing because Omarion is out here touching folks. I got you, Rika. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I'm like, I, I, that's definitely on the vision board for at least um, by 2023. So just pray for me. Um, pray that God continues to use me um, um, because I, that's what I want. And this is, I have found my purpose and it is so fulfilling, Keitra, to yeah. see you out here in these streets and you're a whole different woman. You're well, God bless you. God bless you, Rika. Like seriously, I I changed my IG and it says uh, single sassy and success field. I know. Listen, listen. It's like because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to be single. Not ashamed. Well, we got to end on that. Let's drop the mic. <laughs> so let's say you are ready to learn how to do the work to be happy single, truly not performing confidence, not pretending. You don't want to be bitter and you want tools to do better in this area of self-love and relationships. And you know you have nothing else to lose. What do you have to lose? You're ready to work on you. You just don't know where to start. You need help to get rid of the shame you have in this area of your life of self-love, relationships, and boundaries. And you want peace. And you want to feel like you can trust yourself again. In that case, 
I invite you to apply to Single You Academy. You don't know where to start? Start with me. Applications for Single You Academy will be open until I fill five more slots. I only have five slots left. So how will you be going into 2022? We will review applications on a first come first serve basis. So if you want this girl, go after it. I cannot wait to be your coach. I am already claiming it, okay? So thank you for your consideration. I look forward to learning way more about you and how we might be able to help you here at Single You Academy. So go ahead and send me a DM. My DM is always open to you. Send me the word boundaries and I'll know exactly what you're talking about. Or you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes and complete our application. Once you complete that, you and I will get on a free consultation call and we will go from there, okay? If you have any questions, let me know. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? (laughs) You know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. (laughs) Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.